Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up, we're going to let some boys into our special clubhouse. <laughs> that sounds like your vagina, Katie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It's, it's a great club. Um, <laughs> what do you mean by that, Katie? Well, in November, it is International Men's Day. So we thought that we would celebrate the existence of men and just give them a chance. No one lets men do comedy, do they? Every Wednesday in November, we're going to have a different male guest. <gasps> what? And those include James A. Caster, oh. Richard Osman, oh. Phil Wang, hey. and most excitingly, To Be Confirmed. Oh, <laughs> I love him. He's a great guy. Netflix special. <laughs> yeah. So tune in. It's going to be great. Men's month. Woohoo! Boys, boys, boys. Come and see the Drunk Women Solving Crime live throughout the autumn and winter of 2019. They're performing in Manchester, Corsham and at London's Leicester Square Theatre. For full details and tickets, go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Drunk Women Solving Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where brandy meets bludgeoning, mimosa meets misdemeanour and port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Oh yeah, my ass was in the air, Mom. Good no, try. That's like, that's like <laughs> I reckon he probably drew it in a painting. I mean, that's that, a good that could have been a good guess if I didn't say drew you know it what? in a painting. The, uh, the you painted <laughs> it. It's, not, it's a very 
uh, what's the word? Bollock heavy case. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yeah>, typical men. <laughs> you know what I mean? 160 years later, still going on about it. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Hello, we are joined this week by the fantastic best selling crime author Martina I'm not Martina Cole. What? <laughs> Everyone knows me by my deep voice anyway. But... <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> and Katie. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you for having me. Yay. A few years since I've said that. <laughs> Hello. Hello, we're off. We're off. <laughs> this is already the best. <laughs> Can you kick us off by telling us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Never. <laughs> Done. Never. No. <laughs> now, I used to um, commit crimes when I was very young. Okay. You know, sort of shoplifting and things yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And mm. I, stole, um, I stole a nail varnish from our local chemists. Yeah. And my mum caught me putting it on. Ah. And she said, where did you get that? And I said, I stole it from the chemist. <laughs> <laughs> I just... An honest shoplifter. <laughs> my mum took me by my hair oh. down to the chemist. <laughs> I had to apologise to the chemist, everyone in the chemist, oh. people outside the chemist. Oh, wow. Um, anyone who was even remotely associated with the chemist. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so humiliated in my oh. life. She hit me in the chemist. Wow. <laughs> oh um, she hit the fan and yeah. she said, what did you just say? She was Irish. Right. Dublin Irish, and she was very tiny, my mum, but you wouldn't want to upset her. Yeah. Where's this? And she said, you stole it. And I said, yeah. And she says, why would you steal it? Mm. I said, well, I didn't have any money, and I wanted (laughs) 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 it. And that was when the hair was dragged. Wow. And she dragged me all the way through the streets. Yeah. And then time I went, oh, Eileen, she'd say, I've got a thief. (laughs) (laughs) Got this thief. She's a thief. She opened the chemist door, flung me in. Yeah, flung me in the chemist. <laughs> and I said, I brought the thief. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, fucking, really? <laughs> yeah, and I went, I'm sorry for stealing. <laughs> no varnish. Which oh, I've yeah. used. My mum paid for it. <laughs> so that whole... one pound note. That's how long that was. And I just wanted to die. Oh, and man. I went back and gave it to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my sister Loretta, bless her. I said, do you want an Alvarn? And she went, yeah, and it was the 70s, which was really, like, glittery and all that. Right. Yeah. I loved it. And I then... just saw it and had wow. to have it. Yeah. Do you, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? I did not pay for it. but I did I have I to nothing. know, did you ever shoplift again that after that? That was what I was about to ask. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. yeah. You just learned not to confess to your mother. God, I just... Yeah, it was just terrible. I'll never forget it. Wow. Lying all of them just flung into the chemists, yeah. Well, that's a crime now. Oh, yeah. Only oh, recently actually, in yeah. Scotland. If you ever met my mum, the police would have run. Said <laughs> 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 you hit her, Eileen, go on. <laughs> yeah, it was those those days Ooh. where, yeah. that was you my... know, people battered their children without a second thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. mean to nod so vigorously to that, that, but there are days when I... I was in a prison <laughs> today. And believe me, there was a few of them in there today who wouldn't have done them any harm. They had, mm-hmm. The way they speak, they've got no respect right. for women. Because and... you were doing what today? 
I've done, done a writing class today. In a prison? In a prison in South London, yeah. Wow. Nice fellas, they were such nice fellas. But it's, um, well, they're all lifers, so, you know, they've got big sentences, mainly drugs, mm. murder right. or whatever. Um, but they were really lovely and nice. Mm. You know, and sort of really yeah. not on their best behaviour. Yeah. Really yeah. want to see him on the worst. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> huge guy. I mean, he was absolutely huge and worked out. Right. right. And I was really hoping he was a PO, but he wasn't. <laughs> he was one of them. But he sort of decided he was going to be my minder. Oh, wow. sat beside me, yeah. So every time someone was going to drop the F word or the S word, he gave them a stern look. Oh, oh my really? God. Wow. wow. Yeah. Because swearing is the thing that you're the most afraid of when you're in a men's <laughs> prison, <laughs> is hearing an F bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I'll For never sure. I had my daughter. It was just so different. When I was 18, I didn't know what to expect. I was scared. Yeah, yeah. I had pink hair. It was 1978. Oh, wow. My mum was so embarrassed because I wasn't married. Hmm. Slapped me on the leg. Yeah, the, the the midwife was like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah, on my life, my mum was, oh. She slapped you it's on the... It's a pity the... you weren't crying your eyes out when your knees were pointing at the ceiling. I was like, no. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, God, take me now. Yeah. Oh, wow. She had a a funny way of saying exactly what she thought. Whatever <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you were shoplifting, giving birth. <laughs> If she thought you'd done something, she'd say it, do right. you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No husband. No <laughs> husband to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Telling everyone I'm going along. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. See, I, I yeah. immediately came up with sassy retorts to that. But, of course, when you're in the moment, you wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, my ass was in the air, Mom. No, Good try. That's like, that's like proper... <laughs> Olden, I like Chris. Irish um, Catholicism. Like, so my yeah. mum is half Irish, and yeah. when they went, she went to Ireland. It's like the law, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She got a bat in her hair in the village <laughs> they lived in. Stuck, she had a big, yeah. thick curly head. She got this bat stuck in it. She was running up and down the street screaming, "Get yeah. this bat out of my hair!" And no one would help her <laughs> because. Because they thought it was divine intervention and she deserved to have a bat in her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We used to call my mum and my sisters used to call my mum the old dragon. Not dragon, dragon. She used to drag on. <laughs> oh, my, oh my true. God. My face hurts already and we're only done with part one. Now it's time. For drunk women solving crime. We are now going to move on where we talk about a true crime. Yeah. Now, this story that I'm going to tell you guys involves extradition, mm. it involves art, Ooh. and it involves murder. Oh. Um, so stay tuned, you listeners. <laughs> um, it was Lord Lucan. <laughs> Allegedly. So, <laughs> that's the end of the Allegedly, podcast. of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now this is a sad story, uh, but it happens to a straight white man. So it's still sort of as nice as it could possibly be, considering <laughs> the tragic circumstances. Not very diverse. No, it's not. It's not. But it's not because I want white men to be hurt or I think it's no, good, but because not. when it happens, they get treated nicer. Right. Okay. This is the crime. Early on the morning of the 29th of August, the body of Robert Dad was found close to a ravine. Robert had been struck on the head from behind and then a razor was used to cut his throat and then he had been stabbed with a folding knife. 
His body had been dragged towards the ravine, but the culprit had apparently been unable to bring themselves to throw him over. So maybe he was too tired. It's a lot of steps oh before that, right? <laughs> you got to be really you know, fit to be a murderer. Yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was, you know, and I, I like, it had never occurred to me before mm. to think that no. that that hate and anger that yeah. Mm. I get right. stepping someone once. I get you're married. Yeah. Right. You, we've all been there. One quick through the heart, you're in, you're yeah. out the court with no yeah. time. 29 times does tend yeah. to say you yeah. might have been annoyed. Stab yeah. you once. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you might have been a Shame bit cross. You. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then also okay. maybe there's a personal link to this that you couldn't push him into the ravine. That's so, well, yes. So yeah. this is okay. my question. So, so t- we got tired over here with Martina. What other reasons do you, so you think you knew the person connection. personally? Can't come along. Couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did it on a... Any if it's in America, someone on a mountain bike. I would, I would err on the side of. Well, it, it's so weird because if one person did all of those things, you'd right. think the ravine would be the yeah. least traumatic part of it. Okay. Otherwise, is there something about the ravine? In the first place. Mm, okay. Are there um, crocodiles in the ravine, and it's gonna uh, it, it destroy the evidence? And actually, he wants some evidence okay. because okay, the no. best place to murder in America is Florida. A body decomposes in 24 hours in the Everglades. Wow. That's providing it isn't eaten by an alligator. <laughs> or dump it off a boat because there's so many sharks. <gasps> that is brilliant intel. That's that's cool. Cool. Yeah. This you is why Google Dexter that. lasted for like eight seasons. Yeah. That is yeah. why if you go to Cape Canaveral, Crazy. there are no fences. Wow. if you can get past all those alligators, their attitude is, come on down. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. It, in the Everglades, awesome. it is so hot, it's so tropical that yeah. a body will decompose yeah. in 24 hours. I kill, I I kill all my that. victims I love there. That. Yeah. Well, amazing. I've been trying to get my husband to go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, we got divorced and he did die, but not how I wanted him to. Another story. For another I, day in a later I hour. I have so many well, if questions. That's not a Disney World I've story. Got okay. to move on. Despite yeah, really Sorry. wanting to. Move I on. think he was tired, um, or someone so on a mountain bike okay. smoking Personal. a joint. I can now can reveal that Hannah was the closest. Yes. Yeah. Uh, love, guilt. They were related they to were the related. <laughs> Okay. Um, jealous so, brother. Jealous brother. You're going, brother. Yeah. Any advance on brother? What relation do you think they were? Boyfriend. Boyfriend? Oh, no, he was a straight white man, wasn't he? Sorry. Somebody in the story is a straight white man. His wife's lover. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, so infidelity, yeah. infidelity. Ooh, Any right. advance on that? Is it his is dad? Ooh. Hannah his is dad. again the closest. You're the closest. <gasps> Not the mother. The dead no, person. who's dead. The no, dead. I mean who killed him. We know this isn't diverse. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's a very, uh, what's the word? Bollock heavy case. <laughs> I think that's the official term. Scrotum laden. Very scrotum laden. that was. Yeah. Ooh, it's the battle of the authors. I love it. <laughs> more, more. Um, so the, joke the, the, gonad dense. No, the, the science dead, degree. The dead body is the father. And the murderer is the son. Is that what I said? Was it the dad? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't hear you say that. All right. (laughs) Determined I wouldn't crack this case. Okay. (laughs) All right. Am 
that wow. case, you're in the lead. Father and um, son, is that where the song comes from? Yes, it's it was not a murder time to throw you down Oedipus gone wrong. to the ravine. <laughs> a bit. It's um, too deep. Okay. What year do we think this is? You've got nothing to base this on apart from there's a I'd folding I'd say the 80s. 1980s? Okay. Okay. Any advance on 1980s? Oh, wow. Okay, let me think with a weapons. cutthroat razor, though, would make you think 40s or 50s. Yeah, yeah it's a bit peaky blinders, isn't it? Yeah. But men, I know men who still use the strop. Okay. Okay. Because you can't go anywhere now in England without seeing a Turkish barbers. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Good reasoning. Good reasoning. Uh, so you guys? One of them. 1937. Okay, I'll tell you the 80s. I'll tell you the 80s, yeah. All right, the year is 1843. Wow. Wow. Is that right? Yeah, typical men. I mean, 160 years later, still going on about it. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how many women were murdered that week who never got a mention. (laughs) I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... (laughs) The, um, Call that a murder. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason that Richard Dad gave for killing his father? I'd say over an inheritance in that okay. time. Yeah. Or for money. Yeah. Those days. I'd say it would probably money. I'd say probably gambling or something like that. Gambling. It'd be gambling debts. Okay. Like that. This is a fantastic guess. Did he take credit for his work as an artist? Ooh, I think it's probably know. because he named his son after him by calling. He's called Richard Dad, isn't oh, he? Right, this is he the thing. Okay, right. The, the son, <laughs> dad, the, dad. The, <laughs> mur- the murdering son is called Richard, okay. and the yeah. dead dad is called Robert, and they are too Robert similar. Oh. So I'm going to start calling the dead dad Old Bobby. Okay. And the murdered or dead then Bobby, the little just son, so we're really clear. dead Bobby, dead and then Bobby. little Richie is the son. Little Richie, okay. dead Bobby, and, and little I keep Richie. thinking that you're saying Richard Gad, and no, that's a comedian. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, okay, so we've got the, little Dick and dead Bobby. Nice. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Workshop that. And now we can all remember. Okay, so he said that he killed his dad because his dad was possessed by the ancient Egyptian god Osiris. And his dad was a devil. So oh, that question, old excuse. How did people react to a psychotic break in 1843? Well done, you. They killed their dads. <laughs> yeah. By cutting their throats by a ravine. Yes. Or a ravine. That is, that is correct. Um, so, but basically... Yeah, um, but don't forget, that was when the, the Victorians were travelling and you had like... An African room. No, totally. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Dad, but I've just come back from Tutankhamen, because that's how you actually pronounce it. I come back, brought something with him. Yeah. You know, there was all the carter, he, you know, everyone dying and... Yeah, yeah. He was obviously a schizophrenic or mentally subdued in some way. Martina... Well, it's funny you should say that. You are spot on for loads of stuff. This murder took place in Kent... Ah. In a very picturesque village called Cobham. Why did I so think it was in America? I thought this was in America. Because there's, there's a, a, there's a ravine. ravine. Yeah. Well, well listen, do, listen. Name me one ravine in England other than the Cheddar Gorge. The one in Cobham. <laughs> <laughs> Cobham so Ravine. This, this village in Cobham. I think you'll gets, find that now is called a landfill. But it probably is now, but it was yeah. very pretty in the 1800s. I'll tell you what I it, call my Cobham Ravine. A vagina. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
It gets mentioned in Pickwick Papers by Charles Dickens yes. oh. as pretty enough to mend a heartache, but it was oh. not pretty enough to <laughs> fix psychosis. <laughs> um, now, as we have said, Richard Dad, the little Richie, the murderer, is yeah, a little little artist. Dick. Little, little Dick, sorry. He's an little artist. Dick. And oh, um, nowadays, gonna... that would probably be what he, why he killed him. Well, this is it. This is the whole tortured artist thing, which we will get back to. Yeah. But let's have a little look at his childhood. Why would he have done this? Um, and now he was... Dad was a bit too much for Dad. No. Well, he could have been, but... What happened was Richard was born in Kent in 1817. His dad was a chemist. So he shoplifted nail burners. <laughs> <laughs> it's all come full circle. Uh, you um, can't just send chemists. <laughs> um, so Richard was really good at drawing. Uh, dead good at drawing. Now well, he hopes so he'd become an artist. I know, right? So his mum died when he was seven. Oh, yeah, mother and damaged. That's damaged. Of and course. then and then his dad remarried, and then the new wife died as well. Bitch. Well, she died. <laughs> we don't know how she died. We in don't the Victorian know. era, men could go through four or five women in their lifetime because yeah. of syphilis. Oh wow! Did you yeah, know that? That's not a joke. That's no, true. no. Wow. So they'd have one, she'd die. And they, you know, sort of. Yeah. That's why they had so many fainting couches oh and things gosh. like that. Thing. Wow. And then they might go through four, five, or six women. With you know, and listen, you could get your wife put away them days for anything. Yeah. She left my gloves on a train. You're on a, Oh my god! <laughs> take her to the nuts. Burn her. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is what makes me so angry with Towie and footballers' wives and all this shh stuff. Yeah. We're. Going back generations with our girls. Yeah. yeah. That a big mm. pair of lips. Yeah. And a big pair of knockers mean you will be happy. Well, yeah. do you know what it doesn't? I always hate them. Yeah. Yeah. big knockers. And they've never done me any fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. So the dad moved the family to London to help Richard become an artist. He, he wanted him oh. to have access to the Royal so Academy. Before we know, he could have been the Ripper. Oh, wow! We just don't know, do we? We don't know who that guy was. Because he cut people's throats and done terrible things from him, but he never actually threw him out of a window or anything. So there you go. Yeah, that's quite a good link. If we yeah. if we yeah. solved Jack the Ripper with Martina Cole on this yeah. podcast, I mean, so this the murderer. Got into the Royal Academy of Arts oh, of in, in 1837 yeah. and he joined a group of elite students. Called the Murdering Dads. Well, <laughs> no, they gave themselves a really shit nickname. The Bollockingham Club. So they called themselves the Clique. 
The what? Oh. They were a clique that called themselves the clique. Oh, wow. The clique. Oh. Yeah. That's like, hey, we're the cool kids. <laughs> That's such a clique, Shay. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coming to say so, so bad. You just, you just imagine if they had a password, it would be yeah. password. <laughs> yeah. Very unimaginative nickname. Yeah. Little Dick was the leader of this group, and uh, he was one of the rising stars of the Victorian artist yeah. world. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. he was savvy. Oh, he stabbed his dad. He's he was a savvy son. business yeah. business artist. I don't know what you call him, business person artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tried to position oh, okay. himself as slightly dangerous, right. but still sellable. Oh my goodness. Oh. Um, so it's basically yeah. like when S Club 7 suddenly did weed and then everyone was like, <laughs> yeah. um, Richard gets a job out of As a painter? Yes. A Hitler painter or a real painter? A real painter. Oh, I know. He does this. He does this. A Midsummer Night's Dream called Titania Sleeping, and it's ever so good, and everyone loves it. Oh. And then he gets this job by this rich guy that wants to pay him to come on holiday with him. I had this actually quite good source that I want to give props to, headstuff.org. And I will just read you this is a direct quote. But in the summer of 1842, Richard's dad was asked by Sir. Thomas Phillips to accompany him on a trip through Europe and a tour of the Middle East. Phillips was a lawyer who had previously been the mayor of Newport and was knighted for his service in stopping a Chartist uprising. But basically, the, even at the time, this was like an old-fashioned agreement. Yes. Um, and a he, gentleman's it's agreement. It's like a gentleman's agreement thing. Yeah. Um, and so um, this trip sent Richard crazy, but not straight away. Um, and he was annoyed with this lawyer bloke because he didn't feel like the lawyer bloke was taking it Is that it why he seriously. killed his dad? Well, he Is has... the beginning of the end? Right? Yeah, basically. Right. He goes and he sees all these... It's like what you were saying earlier. Oh, yeah. He goes and sees all these foreign countries with all their different ways of doing mm. things and all their different religions, and it starts to break his brain yeah. because he can't really handle yeah. all of these things. So basically, they go th through Turkey to Damascus and then they go to Jerusalem and then they go to Jericho and they get a steamer to Alexandria yeah, Jericho's in Egypt. Really? Yeah. You ever been there? No. I, I have not. No. Well, let me tell you, the television programme gets nowhere near it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so yeah. also, and again, this is what you said a bit earlier. Yeah, I've, I've done the stations at the cross. I took my lot all over. Oh, all over, cool. yeah. You name cool. it. We've prayed there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, that's true. Yeah, you name it. We've prayed there, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, well, the family who prays together prayer. stays together. <laughs> all over the day. Knees. <laughs> Do you name it, we've yeah. prayed there. That is the only amazing. time I've got me needs with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Egypt. Now, the Victorians were obsessed with Egypt, Egypt at this time. Saying, That's what yeah. you were so saying. So he might have brought something back and they yeah. thought it was possessed or something. Yes. Yeah. So, like, the Victorians were obsessed with yeah. Egypt. It's like when I was 15 and I had loads of Keanu Reeves Have you ever posters. been to Egypt? <laughs> I love Ooh. Egypt and I've got to say I can understand people coming obsessed with it. Well, it was no very, way. it was like in vogue for the Victorians. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. so well, they I were did really, not know this, so we're laughing yeah. and we're learning. Yeah. Oh, listen, they had so. rooms to prove you had been, you know, travellers. Yeah. They wanted to be the world travellers, didn't they? And yeah. they've done well. Fairness. Yeah. 
And that's the part of the reason for this trip, too. So, during this long Nile trip, they discussed yeah. Egyptian gods extensively. And then he's gone to Rome and been reconnected with Christianity. And it's broken his brain. Yeah. He can't handle the difference in religion. He's got slightly obsessed. And he's really one of the signs that they say that he's what gone religions, mad. What religions, though? Osiris was never yeah, the Osi- like the it old was just Egyptian. A belief. That beliefs. It was never a religion. But he's all these oh, ancient because the, the paganism and the many gods yeah. and all of those things mm. that he's been awakened to. It's blown his mind. Then it's, it's like hate insult. Hate about feminism. One of the signs that he was crazy was that he that said he cut his father's father's <laughs> out yeah, in the back. That was one of the later signs. And but, battered him. Yes. But other than that, he was a very nice man. One of the earlier signs than that was that he said that the pagan gods were superior to the Christian ones. Yeah. So he's like wrestling Uh-oh. with some... So he came back and he's like, wait, no, yeah. I have a better idea. Well, basically, he, he goes a bit like what Martina has said, her sister. He thinks he's being watched. So he thinks the devil is watching him. Um, and also, they go to Rome and the Pope does an appearance. Yeah, the Pope would. And... <laughs> The, the, Pope's, the Pope has been busy cracking down on the Freemasons and he's got loads of guards with him. Oh, you might know they get the blame, aren't you? Well, this guy thinks about attacking the Pope. Basically, he nearly has a pop at the Pope, but he doesn't. Wow. Okay. But it's very worrying for everyone. He's like the Sinead O'Connor of his day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's laying there painting away thinking, I can't kill the Pope. <laughs> The second oh, best thing to the Pope. And his dad banging on the door going, Will you turn down that Strauss? <laughs> <laughs> stop singing that, will you? Lily Langtree's a terrible slut. Or so I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Dad, let's nip up the ravine. Turn down that Strauss. Question. <laughs> <laughs> What do his friends think he's suffering from? Possession? I think his friends think he's suffering from what they used to call in them days lunacy, you know. (laughs) No, no, no. Insanity, mm. they called Uh, it then. Not yet. Because Luna was to do with the moon. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was a lunar phase. The moon can send you a bit touched, apparently, so they Mm. call it lunacy. I um, think, yeah, I think they just think there's something. I think insanity comes from sanitary wear for women. To start with, I do. they think he's got sunstroke. Oh, yeah. wow. In England. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's been to all these places. Like, yeah. Excuse he's me, could you give Richard. me the exact date again this sunstroke occurred? No, I mean, it takes long In enough to get back from these countries right. that you'd think you'd have already We said don't go to Egypt, Richard. It's um, too sunny. So, but eventually they start oh. to worry about his sanity and they yeah. start watching him, which means, ironically, he is now being watched. Yeah. He's in a clique. He has very sophisticated mm. friends. Yeah. They are very ahead of their time. Yeah. They They're all called Sir. All the best restaurants. <laughs> like, they <laughs> liked Regina Spectre yeah. before They'll she was famous. The, the chop yeah. houses. Exactly back then, five and guys was so just two guys they actually have access to a psychiatrist yeah. before what? that existed dr crippin wow oh, yeah <laughs> we know about dr crippin oh, that would have been a great case to do with yeah. Yeah. Doctor, yeah. although actually you know dr fraser this is the most outlandish part of the okay. story so right. far so they have a psychiatrist yeah. but what do you think the <coughs> real or a trick what cyclist do you think if you are the, the title of a psychiatrist a is witch doctor 
close? Any advance yeah. on that? What do they call a, a sorcerer? Oh, they used to call him a headman and things like head that. Headman. Okay. Any um, advance? What they would call a psychiatrist? Pop creatures call him a trick cyclist. Trick cyclist. Um, maybe just maybe, <laughs> maybe just like Paul. Maybe just his name. Maybe there wasn't a name for him. <laughs> How about the avoiding a nut job? Um, So they (laughs) called him the mad doctor. Wow. That's not so angry. It was terrible. This guy, Dr. Sutherland, the mad doctor, give him his full title. He didn't study at mad medical school for seven (laughs) years. (laughs) There's now a mad doctor involved. Okay. The dad gets involved. Everyone's like, this mad doctor recommends hospitalization, yeah. and then other people are saying he it's needs a mad, rest. Mad, 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 mad doctor in this room. <laughs> so, eventually, now we're coming up to the crime. The dad yeah. says, oh, I'll come and, you know, look after you. And then little Dick says he wants to visit his dad and they're going to go on a trip to Cobham in Kent and that's when he does all the stabbing that's when he does all the stabbing but he tells his dad he wants to unburden his mind and reconnect and blah 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 oh wow Um, so they do this now as we know stabbing blah 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 the way when he talks about the crime that um, it was a compulsion to offer the gods a sacrifice and he struck his father down with a single blow before offering a prayer to Osiris which we know is not true because we know that he was then dragged blah 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 Osiris was a very nice man (laughs) (laughs) allegedly he would never have wanted a stabbing Um, also he had wings yeah. No, I don't know yeah. how he was going to sort all that yeah, out. There's a lot of story. holes in this story. Um, but basically, so he says it was a spur of the moment thing, sacrifice to the gods, and there is evidence that there was a premeditation murder. Question, oh. what is the evidence that it was premeditated? Oh. Did he write he had been thinking no, about it all guess. the way to the ravine. He had what? He'd been thinking about it all the way to the ravine, premeditated. That 10-minute oh, yeah. walking foot. Do you know what? Nut him. <laughs> Over there. Yeah. I reckon he probably drew it in a painting. Yeah. I mean, that's that, a good that could have been a good guess if I didn't say drew you know it what? in a painting. The, uh, the he painted <laughs> it. I'm not being funny. He's an artist. I think he drew it in a painting. Because he murdered his dad. Yes. Yeah. Well, the real answer is not as good as your answers. It never is. The real answer is that he had his passport with him. Oh, oh shit! So he was gonna. And then he goes on the run to France. Oh, oh my gosh! Well, a wow. queen, but we're not sure it was because this was a straight man. And he like so he goes on the run. He gets this. Um, he gets on a boat yeah, from Dover to Calais, and he claims that his plan was to assassinate the Emperor of Austria. Sorry, <laughs> he claimed that his plan. That's what he says at so, immigration. <laughs> oh no, I'm just passing through. No, no, you guys are fine. Yeah, Austria. Like- Question. Why does he get arrested on this boat? Because he's threatened to kill the I president. I think because he had a dodgy passport. Ooh. Nice. Very nice guesses. Any advance, Taylor? Both. Okay, <laughs> he attacks another passenger. Oh, wow, oh, dear. He thinks Osiris yeah. wants another sacrifice. He attacks somebody with the same knife that he attacked his father, but oh, he is dear. apprehended and arrested. Wow. Now, Hurrah, I promised you guys extradition. And you were going to get extradition. Oh, I, I am forgot. delivering on that fucking promise. Thank you. So, <laughs> Deliver the extradition. Well, I just hope they dig this, up and put the way like he deserves. <laughs> this is the early days of extradition. It's only been going a few years. So France and Britain have this program where they're oh, extraditing yes. prisoners yeah, to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. They, uh, the 
France has him for nine months because that's how long it takes extradition to happen at this time. They lock him up. Like, they're not going to prosecute him because he's going to be extradited. So he's a menace, so they have to lock him up. Yeah. They can see that he's mad. So they attempt (laughs) um, a therapy on him. Do you guys want to guess what kind of therapy they try on him? Say that again. Bloodletting, leeches, lobotomy. (laughs) I can confirm that you guys are both wrong, but good guesses. Any advance, Hannah? Really? It's just like some really nice cheese and white wine. Hannah is the closest. Wow. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Hydrotherapy. What do you think oh. hydrotherapy is? Water, Excuse like me, but were they, they the first not, people not to make, get pissed and solve the problem? It's like a flotation tank. <laughs> they spray him with Hello. cold water. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The way you do. Yeah, did no, that no, work? No, of course it didn't. No, it didn't work. I think that probably just irritated Imagine him. if that had worked. <laughs> We're like, we've unlocked the cure. I think that just poured cold water over me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Sorry. He gets back to England, Scotland Yard, pick him up. He's cold though. He has a court. He's very cold and wet. He has a court scene and everything. He fluctuates between shouting at everyone, denying everything, and confessing to everything. Did he kill himself? Okay. No. I will. We can. We'll get to that. Right. So. Uh, the judges decide that he's going to be... Far too handsome to put in prison. No, I mean... And he's rich now, his dad still, He still no. gets the rich version, but he gets put into the Bethlehem Royal Hospi- Hospital in Lambeth, which is now oh, well, that's better known it, Lambeth. as Bedlam. Oh, Bedlam. Uh, okay. He was now, doing the Lambeth walk in no time. Fun fact. <laughs> We have picked in popular culture, Bedlam is this yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. place. But actually, it was very middle class. It was basically the priory of its day. One last question, although Martina has actually already answered this. <gasps> oh, she has. It's finely tuned machine. <laughs> All right, you ready? But for the dancers. <laughs> what would he be diagnosed as today? <laughs> Sorry, a mad cunt. <laughs> Sorry, mad bastard by Dr. Mad. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't what I was going for. I think that's... Bipolar it. disorder with uh, psychotic I'd features. say bipolar, schizophrenic, schizophrenia. lunatic. Oh, it is schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Okay. schizophrenia. So I said it way too happily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a happy well. thing. Uh, right, he p- did loads of paintings in prison. Yeah, they were really terrible. Well, like they he was terrible. actually forgotten for ages. But Thank then, God. poor Dick Dad. I just wanted to wrap it up by telling you that there was a bit of a renaissance. And um, there was, by the 1960s, the painting that had been largely forgotten was then bequeathed to the Tate Gallery by Sassoon and it became a pop culture icon. In 1974, the band yeah. Queen released a song <gasps> named after this famous painting. Wow! Which I actually haven't... Sorry, the, t- the title of the painting... <laughs> That's a good one. They Killer can, Queen. They, uh, <laughs> but He's then... Queen. Well, the, queen. No, it has the same name as the painting. The painting is called... The Fairy Fella's Master Stroke. And it was a wedding gift to Siegfried Sassoon. But basically this whole tortured artist thing went because of Queen and because of all the people that were suddenly like, oh, this guy's great. Now it's like this famous tortured artist. It was 19th century, it should be Killer Queen. So this is a listener crime that somebody has written into us with. They say, I couldn't find my favourite one of a kind dress for weeks. One of a kind what? It's a one of a kind dress. Oh, so see, yeah. there's no other dress. It's like yeah. a unique dress. She says that scrolling through Instagram stories and she saw it on a friend's story. <gasps> she didn't know the person <gasps> wearing it. 
Right? How did it get there? Oh, she didn't oh, I know think the person wearing it, but it was on a friend's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I think like you should cut her throat. Stab her back. <laughs> Throw that bitch off a ravine. I mean, I think we said <laughs> People have been done for less, love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we can actually Martina top that. Martin, go! Cheers, guys. Oh, man. Oh, right. we have it's been a journey. That's the best answer we've ever had. Time. <laughs> we have got just enough time to talk to you about your amazing new book, No Mercy. Tell us about it. Well, it's a bit like the story she told. <laughs> No mercy. It's nothing like that. <laughs> they get annoyed, they kill, it's over. But mine are nice criminals with hearts of gold. <laughs> Diana is the main character. She's lovely. I really love Diana. Her. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. Her husband was a big, big bank robber, you know, and they made a lot of money. And it wasn't until he got murdered that everybody realised that Diana was the brains of the outfit. She was the brains. And she carried on with it and... You know, without her, he'd have just been a blagger, you know, mm-hmm. just a banger. Yeah. Um, and, of course, she's got her son, Angus. I don't know why he's named Angus, because no one's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> and you just had a burger, <laughs> and you were like... Because I'm going to be asked that 26,000 times from men called Angus in prison. <laughs> another story. <laughs> I digress. So, anyway, Angus, it's coming up the 80s, you know, it's all started... A really lovely man saw Port Banus, built built a lovely place there, and then it just all took off in the early 80s. Angus is a young man. Um, I was in Morocco, funnily enough, for a, for a few weeks a while ago because obviously Tangiers, the drugs. Yeah. Not that I'd know anything about that, obviously. <laughs> years ago in the 80s, you know, you could get a motorboat from Tangiers to Marbella. Wow. Or so I hear. <laughs> right, right, so right. So I popped over to Marrakesh the way you do. Uh-huh. And then I went down and went to Tangiers the way you do and met some friends the way you do <laughs> who haven't weathered as well as me, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. Because I'm 39 and they're all in their 60s. <laughs> but anyway, just basically what I've done is it was about the rise of Portobanus, Marbella, or Marbella, as you call it them days, and something <laughs> you still do, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and basically what I, I, I'm writing about is the birth of, of that part of Spain. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not going to say this. Nice oh, yeah, fella. yeah, yeah. He built a few bits there and it just went from there, really. And oh, cool. Diana gives it to Angus and says, what are you going to do with it? Because she can see the potential. She just wants to know if he can. Right. And the thing I like about Diana is she loves her son and he's her only son. But yeah. she'd kill him without a second's fault. <laughs> you know, she's, sort of, she's a dangerous lady. And, I, yeah. I, you know, I like, I like my strong women. I really love strong yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I think that's why I've always said why, why we give birth. Imagine a man giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> My mum used to say, if men had the first and women had the second, there'd never be a fucking third. Tuck into and no it mercy. Is fantastic. I'll it's fun a the police. Family dynasty. Martina is a fucking legend. That's a good yeah. American one who's the trouble. <laughs> That's all from Drunk Women. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk women.
Crime Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! 